Let's get into it. Bapes and Caters have taken the top spots in the majors after the first week. Woo! Bapes did it without Kamara. And Caters posted 139 with just about everyone on his roster going absolutely bonkers. Must be nice. Sacks in the city moving on up into the top three of the LOL Power Rankings with another solid performance. This time, it's the Bills defense that outscored Dak and CD but she still hit 95. I don't know. She's doing this illegal thing. I told her it was illegal, but somehow she's winning with the Bills defense. All right, whatever. All right. And the final four is set. That's right. The next level cup final four. It's down to just terrible tally, smoking blunts, booyah, and fornicators. That's 50-50 farm in the same level right there. That's pretty sweet. That was unintentional. That means we are definitely going to get a farm versus same level final. And I am fucking here for it also the other thing that i'm here for is the eliminator challenge is finally back open again god damn it was anyone gonna like hurry up i've been out since like week three it's open again holy shit oh yeah and also it's it's thanksgiving and not only do we have football and turkey today but we've also got prop bets baby let's go that's right so we'll start right there in the sports book so as you listen to this this is going to come out on Turkey Day. You're probably, you know, firing up your smoker or getting your oven ready, putting your hand all up inside of that bird. As you do that, you can fire this up on your Bluetooth speaker. Very easy. Throw it on in the kitchen. This is a family-friendly show. Until we get to the fingering segment later. That's later, though. All right? So later on, to make sure there's no kids around for the fingering segment. But we're not doing that right now. We're going to talk about the sports book off the top. As you listen to this right now, you should be able to go to the sports book. If you're listening to this before the Lions game, I think they play first, right? Yeah. You can go to the sports book like you normally would to bet on the spread or the over or the under. Oh, that's gross, but you can do it if you want. But also what you're going to find in there is a bunch of awesome, fun prop bets. So this is the one of the only times a year that I do this because it is kind of a manual process. I'm not going to do it every week. Uh, but we have a bunch of them up there right now. So go in there, place your bets. This is a great way for you to stack those schmeckles as we get into closer to the offseason. I will, FYI, we do allow gambling in the sports book through the NFL playoffs. I should probably mention that to the new people here. If you're worried about like times running out, it is sort of. As we witnessed when we were going through all of Fornicator's stats, it is probably more profitable to gamble on LOL matchups, which there are few of remaining, right? We only have three weeks, three weeks to go in the regular season. And then it's just going to be fewer and fewer games each week, which is sad. But, you know, move, we're moving on. We're moving on to bigger and better things. And I say that as someone who has just learned that they are now 0% chance to make the playoffs. So, yeah, I've, I'm, I'm moving on. 
the one thing I'm going to do before I fully move on is that's jump back into Eliminator. It's open again. So 10 foot one last week. And he, you know, there was a little, uh, a little contention on Slack as to whether or not they were supposed to split it. They were jokingly saying they were going to split it. And then they both gave picks and that that's not my problem. That's on them. All I saw was a pick that won and a pick that didn't. So 10 foot got it. And congrats to him. He just, he proves over and over again that the guy can just win, win, win everything that doesn't actually matter. He is the most winningest, meaningless trophy award winner. I mean, like it, it, it doesn't make sense how he's able to just, he wins. He's won, he's won two majors. We've, we've, he's only, there's only been three in same level. He's won two of them. And he's got this now, the Eliminator Challenge. Once again, I believe he's won that recently, too. So more Schmeckles in his pocket. Good for him. And that's nice. And then we also have the Final Four in the Next Level Cup. We didn't really have that many close matchups. But it was a, it was a pretty hectic Elite Eight for about a week. Hopefully, these matchups are a lot tighter. These four teams all scored at least 300 points in the Elite Eight. So these are... Strong teams, or at least over the last three weeks, these four teams have been doing really well. That's that's my that's my uh, clarification because some of these people I'll probably say that they're frauds. You know, I, that's just my thing. But any any way any way that we have three or uh, four teams that have three hundred points over three weeks, those are those are good teams. The system is working, right? I mean, that's good to see. You wouldn't want to see three teams over 300 and then one team that's like 227 got in there on luck. That would be shitty. But this is a strong Final Four. So what was it? let me go back. Who was in the Final Four again? Terrible Tally versus Smoking Blunts. That's, uh, <laughs> I mean, for everything that has happened recently, and we're going to get into his trade. Smoking Blunts made a trade. He made a couple of trades. We're going to get into one, his first that he made this season, or at least uh, last week. We'll get into that a little bit later, but terrible tally is on a tear. And I mean a tear since week one. When you look at the bracket from the next level cup, he's scoring over 200 points every single round or over 300 points every single round. And he's, he's won three cup matchups in a row already. Like he is on fire and he's on top of the same level. I mean, Booyah is pretty strong too, but terrible tally. I, I would not want to play against him in the cup. He's killing it. And he gets to go up against Smoking Blunts, the person that's actually in last place. I, I think once is still in last place, right? Hey, regardless if he's in last place or not, it's uh, it seems like a lopsided matchup. But again, it's 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 that's the thing that's awesome about the cup. It is Smoking Blunts is in twelfth place. Terrible Tally is in first place in same level, and they are facing off in the semifinal of the next level cup that includes all twenty four teams. That is cool as shit. So Smoking Blunts, I mean, like. I don't know what you're doing here. Seven wins, 15 losses. He's got over 2,000 points scored. He's got a breakdown. This is probably an indicator here of some, some bad luck. He's got a breakdown of 61 and 60, which is you know slightly above 500, but his record is 7 and 15, well below 500. So he should probably be doing better, but he's not. I'd, I'm looking just at the, the five teams ahead of him all have fewer points scored. That's that is shitty. So I, I know I like to to candy coat things or or just kind of gloss over, you know, depending on what your situation is at at a glance. Uh, but it looks like it looks like smoking blunts. His his negative luck rate is coming down a little bit. He is 
He's moving somewhat. Last week was a successful week. I think we'll see that play out in the projections that I'm about to talk about. But I don't know, man. Going up against someone like Tally, I'm going to have to give the nod to Tally, regardless of any sort of uh, heater that Blunts has been on. I, I just think that Tally has the evidence, the uh, uh, more evidence. There's more data on Tally. Smoking Blunts has done a lot to his team. He's basically had facial reconstructive surgery to his team. It's a different person now. It is. It's like uh, it's like one of the teen moms that is all grown up, and now they're ballooned out from all the stuff they've Botoxed into their face. It's sad. That's what his team is now. And he's going to have to go up against Tally. I don't know. I don't know. This is parallel. This has nothing to do with promotion or relegation. This is just, well, I guess it does have something to do with promotion. He could somehow be relegated, blunts, and be promoted into Omega. Like, that would be the most epic final outcome that I could dream of. I want to see, no offense, Blunts, I want to see you relegated, and I also want to see you make Omega by winning the cup. So I'm rooting for Blunts. I'm going to say Tally's going to take it. The other side, the other conference, the other half of the bracket, whatever you want to call it, uh, it just happened to end up to be another two farm members. So we've got Booyah versus Fornicators. I think this is just an amazing thing. So Booyah is not in Omega. Fornicators is. So Fornicators could be, you know, punching a ticket to come back to Battle Jack's retreat next year. That'd be nice. Booyah, I mean, I am, I kind of think he's going to win this. Booyah has a stronger team than Fornicators, but I don't know if I want Booyah in Omega. I don't. I don't want, I, 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 actually, I do know if I want him or not. And the answer is no. Because he's not going to pay attention to Omega. It's going to be lineup strike city. That should be another spot on the map in Battle World, by the way. Lineup strike city. That'd be Booyah. And, I, and I'm not here for that. He'd ruin it. So, uh, no. Fornicators, you got to win this one. You got to win this one. Either way, Tally and Blunts, they're going to send a representative from same level. And Fornicators and Booyah are going to send a representative from farm level. And we are going to duke it out in the final three weeks of the season. And I can't wait. That's going to be amazing. That's during our playoffs. You're going to see this cup final go down. So these these four men are going to try to punch their ticket to that cup final over the next three weeks. And I don't know, man. I'm looking right at it, and I think it's going to be chalk. I do. I think it's going to be chalk. I think it's going to be tally versus booyah. Heavyweights. No offense. I meant like in a boxing way. But that's that could be what we're looking at. It could also be fornicators versus smoking blunts, which would be fucking crazy. In the final, how? All right, so that's that's going down. Also, wanted to bring up lineup strikes, like I just mentioned. Uh, what I'm afraid of if Booyah gets into Omega, we did have a few lineup strikes this week. One of them was in Omega. That was uh, Illuminatus. Sorry, Munchen. And also in uh, the farm level, it was Nukem. So. Both of these teams had illegal lineups. However, it happened. It happened, you know, and and this is just uh, another reason to just double check on at least Sunday morning. You should probably check on Thursday, but this shit happens. I get it. Whether it's a a last minute scratch or you just forgot to change your lineup after waivers ran and you ended up with an extra player in your starting lineup, you know, shit happens. All right. So listen, let's just run down real quick. One strike, if you forget to set your lineup. This is important for people that are kind of out of it, okay? I'm looking at Shreddy Fingers. I'm looking at Holding Court. I'm looking at me. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> Fucking sucks, man. I'm looking at all of us. 
All right, you got to keep setting your lineup. And the reason is we got to keep it fair for everyone that's still in it. It's up to us, right? Like we're we're the gladiator on the side of the obstacle course that's just pegging some dude in the head with like a giant Q-tip for no reason other than to make it more difficult. That's what we're that's our job right now. We're the American gladiator with the giant Q-tip and we're poking at some nerd's face as he's trying to get through an obstacle course. You have to set your lineup. If you if you don't set your lineup, if there's something wrong wrong with your lineup, we will strike you. And by we, I mean the Illuminati. I've got nothing to do with it. I just push the buttons. One strike, 2,500 schmeckles. All right, that's a lot. That's half of what we gave you at the beginning of the season. If you don't have 2,500, you just go to zero. All right, that, that sucks too. Because you're not going to get any until after next year's lottery. So you're going to be ballless. Ballless. Two strikes, 5,000 schmeckles. That means if you had two strikes, that's going to be a total of 7,500 schmeckles that will come out of your pocket. If you don't have it, you go to zero. Now you're thinking, all right, well, what if I do have it? What if I'm fornicators? What if I just have that coin and it doesn't fucking matter? Well, guess what? Strike three, all your fucking schmeckles belong to us. That's right. If you get three strikes, we will put you to zero. I don't care if you've got a bajillion schmeckles. If you get three lineup strikes, I will break you. I will break you. You will be broken. All right, then that's it. And back to normal, happy buddy from here on out. It's Thanksgiving episode. I'm sorry I had to do that, but I just wanted to give that reminder, that warning, that lineup strikes exist and they will bankrupt your ass. All right. Like I said at the top, prop bets on the sports book. That's going to be awesome. So all day today, Thanksgiving games. We've got three games today. Don't forget, we have a game tomorrow. I forgot who it is. That's fine. I'll figure it out later. But there is a game on Black Friday. I think it's actually in the afternoon. Like it's not a night game, I think. I could be wrong on that. Regardless, don't catch a lineup strike. That's also, this is the part of the season where they start throwing all these curveballs at you where you got a Friday game, then you get Saturday games, and you get some Sundays, some Thursday. Then you get, all of a sudden, you get some special Monday night football on a Thursday night presentation, and it's, they're trying to fuck with your heads. You got to keep your head straight, all right? So that's coming up. There's a game on Friday. Don't get a lineup strike. I don't want any fucking bitching about it. Now, let's, real quickly, I ran another million uh, simulations on the rest of the season. Now, there's fewer games left because we just did what we did last week. But I did want to run through a couple of things just so people know where they stand, at, at least in terms of who's guaranteed what and who's been eliminated. Like I said, I know for sure I have no path. There is no way for Buddy to get into the farm tournament this year. I will be spending another year in the farm. And you know what? That's fine. That's fine. I don't really care. Yeah, it's fine. So let's, you know, let's, let's start with the farm. Let's start with the farm. Last week we said Booyah had a 48% chance at the top seed. Well, guess what? It is now a 91% chance. 91% chance. That's why I think he's going to win his cup game, man. He is on a roll. So a very slim chance he doesn't take that one seed. So let's just say that that's going to happen. He has a 100% chance to make the playoffs. Who is going to hit that second seed right now? Right now we're looking at sacks in the city. That is, uh, I'm, I'm, congratulations to Saxon the City because last week, looking at Saxon the City, probably in third or fourth seed. So she's moving up. She's moving up. She now has a 
chance to make the playoffs at 94%. So that's definitely going to happen. I'm going to slot her in at the second seed in the farm. Third seed in the farm is going to go to hanging with Hernandez. Not too shabby. She actually has an even better chance to make the playoffs, 99%, but I feel like we're splitting hairs here. Those two are definitely going to be in the playoffs. Last week, she was also sliding in right around the third or the fourth. So we're looking at a seeding right now of Booyah, followed by Saks in the City, followed by hanging with Hernandez. And then for the fourth seed, the fourth seed, we are probably looking at someone like Big Ballers. So Big Ballers, just like last week, I believe. No, actually, Big Ballers was a little higher. He slid this week, so he's looking at sliding in at the fourth seed. In all likelihood, he has a chance at third, but in all likelihood, it's going to be fourth. Let's put him there. And now we're getting into the juicy part. The juicy parts are fifth and sixth because fifth and sixth are, are judged a little differently. So just to recap, because someone did, I think it was 10 foot, asked, how do you do the standings one through four? It's wins and then what? Wins and then breakdown? No, no, no. It's wins and then points scored. So that's it. So people complaining about, oh, we don't use points scored anymore. We do. This is this. Our, our way, the way, has a little bit of everything. And I think that's what makes it just so unique. It's like America in that way. All it needs is a little bit of gun violence. Right, 10 foot? So we have these points, one through four. But then when it gets to fifth, points go out the window. Points don't matter. Actually, I think that they're like a second or third tiebreaker uh, at this point, but it doesn't really get there very often. What it is, is we go uh, to breakdown wins. Breakdown wins are aka level wins. You may have heard that term on Slack. You may have been like, what the fuck is a level win? Okay, let me break it down for you. Imagine a fantasy football league with 12 teams and you play everyone every week. How many games do you play in a week? The answer is 11 because you're not going to play against yourself. So each week, you can imagine that your score is being lined up across the line of scrimmage against 11 other scores. So you're going to get a portion of 11 possible wins, level wins. We call them level wins because we're not comparing farm to same level or omega level. to say This is just your, your little level, the breakdown inside of that. Okay, so that's what breakdown is. So what what's the difference there? The difference is... Total points scored could mean that, yeah, you popped off for like three or four weeks and then you were quiet. But then you could have a really good breakdown, level wins record, and that that speaks to a story that says there's more about consistency with your roster than it is about popping off for 156. You know, I want someone that's scoring 110 every week as opposed to someone that scores... 85 most of the time, but scored 162 three times or twice. or so. It doesn't take much to raise your total point scored. So I, I want a more consistent team. So anyways, fifth and sixth are based on level wins. So knowing that in the farm, we're looking at the fifth seed. And in the farm in the fifth seed right now, hold on, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And this is actually going to be Fornicators. <laughs> Fornicators. Right now, I mean, I think Caters, you know, he was right around here last week, but actually I think he was, you know what, I probably prematurely hit that button because Caters was probably supposed to be 
fifth last week. So not much is changing here, except it's locking it in. Last week, he had a chance of 36% to be the sixth or the fifth seed. And this week, he's got a 65% chance to be the fifth seed. And he has a 20% chance to be the sixth seed. So, I mean, caters, you're looking at an 85% chance to be fifth or sixth. And then you can sprinkle in a little bit on there on top that you could go even higher. So Fornicators is looking at a 95% chance to make the playoffs. A 95. Last week was 66. He was happy with that. This week, 95% chance he's going to make the playoffs. 65% chance it's the fifth seed. The fifth seed. So let's move on to the sixth seed. Who is going to get that final spot? And I got to say, it's probably going to be the guy that we said last week, Joe Gabagool. So he was here. I, I am I'm happy that he makes the playoffs in this scenario, in this uh, simulation. Uh, but we're also, there is a chance he drops the seventh. You know, a couple others or someone in a, by the name of Tutties who does have a chance to slip in there and maybe the fifth, maybe the sixth. But it looks like Joe Gabagool can hold this out uh, and take the sixth seed. After Joe Gabagool, it will probably be Tutties, uh, followed by... Uh, who else do we have here? Me, Buddy Danger. Uh, and then after me, we're just looking chalk at that point. Nukem dropped to the bottom, but it's going to be holding court in 10th. Shreddy Four Fingers in 11th. Uh, actually, no, holding court might take 11th. So yeah, anyway, so none of this really matters in the farm AOL because we don't have relegation here yet. You just don't want to be embarrassed too badly uh Newcomb's you know slide to the bottom has a lot to do with his legal lineup it has nothing to do with his team being worse so he's probably going to take the 12th seed 92 percent chance to have the the final seed there but I don't think Newcomb's team is actually that bad I think that has skewed it dramatically you know uh zero level wins last week uh zero points scored yeah, that's going to drop you quick. So that's your that's your probability right now for farm. So let's jump over real quick to uh, same level. Same level. Last week, we had terrible tally with a 92% chance at the one seed. He has increased that percentage chance to 99. 99% chance. And this motherfucker's got a 100% chance to make the playoffs. So congratulations, Tally. You can definitely chill now. And you can start looking at those matchups. Second seed, we are looking at... Ooh, Wow. Somehow blitzed, somehow blitzed is the 34% chance to get the second seed. It looks like high decibels slipped just a little bit. So high decibels has a 30% chance to get the second seed. Blitz has a 34% chance. So this is like, again, I think this is exactly what it was that last week. They're neck and neck. Um, and yeah, so blitz is probably going to take two high decibels, probably going to take three. And then who is fourth? Who is going to take the fourth seed? The fourth seed is probably going to go to 10-foot little person. Uh, but it could also, it's almost 50-50 between 10-foot and Bapes. Bapes actually has a chance to jump all the way up to fifth um, and, and, and potentially even higher depending on how things shake out. So I don't know. It, it's hard to just, some of this is just really still in flux. So Bapes could jump up there. But then if she doesn't do that, she's going to be a little bit lower. So we're looking at 10 foot in fourth place. And then we're going to have Danger Crazy in fifth. Okay, so Danger Crazy in fifth. And then I'm going to take the percentages and just bundle them together and say Bapes is definitely going to be sixth. So I'm going to I'm going to call it Tally Decibels Blitzed. 10-foot, Danger Crazy, Bapes. That's the one through six. Now, the AOL tournament for the farm right now, we're looking at the seven seed going to 
proper football, 22% chance for the seventh seed. And then munching on bunching would be in the eighth seed. Um, Sorry, guys. I mean, those those are two teams I expected to see in the playoffs this year. No offense. After that, we're looking at big TDs. She's likely to be in the ninth seed. Uh, Smoking blunt. Nope. Nope. Sorry. Still scrolling. I thought it was going to be a blunts thing. It is not. I am looking at AOL for life in the 10th seed, followed by gone deep in the 11th seed, followed by smoking blunts. I don't know, man. Like I, I, the, the numbers don't lie. I mean, science sometimes lies and is wrong, but the numbers here don't lie. The numbers here tell me it's a 48%. Now, that, I should tell you, the numbers are fucking weird here. Blunts, I don't know what you're doing. Your team is just like, you're fucking up my algorithm. You're shaking it all over crazy. All right, so look, 48% chance to be the 12th seed. There is no, you know, range there. 48% chance for the 12th seed specifically. So what What else? We don't have much else here, but somehow he can have a 48% chance to be last and still have a 35% chance to make the playoffs. What? How is that even possible? How is he in the, the final four of the next level cup? He has a 35% chance to make the playoffs. I don't have any chance to make the playoffs. And a 48% chance to finish in last. Like none of this fucking adds up. None of this adds up. I don't get it, man. So I it's it's wildly different. So he has a 25% chance to get that sixth seed, a 10% chance to get that fifth seed, and then seventh and eighth, 0% chance. Ninth, he has a 2% chance. Tenth, 2% chance. Eleventh, 10% chance. So the, I, what you're seeing here, what you're seeing is he's got no wins. He's got no wins. Seven wins. He's not going to get out of anywhere with like four more wins. You you tack four more wins on that. He's not going anywhere. He's not going to take over. It's a very slim chance. But his breakdown, his level wins are great. They're above 500. That's telling a totally different story. It's telling a story of consistency. More often than not, Blitz, Blitz, or not Blitz, Blunts is scoring above the median. He's, he's outscoring six teams, you know, in a given week. But he's just getting fucked on who he's actually playing against. I get it. But, I, you know, there was some, uh, some trades that were done that, I don't know, I think it could really change things, change the landscape. But before we talk about the landscape, let's gather around. Let's gather around the LOL Thanksgiving table where the fantasy football feast is as wild as a Charlie Kelly or AOL for life conspiracy theory. Let's carve into this bird and no, I don't mean sweet D. I mean the turkey. Let's carve into it with the precision of a five star man and the unpredictability of a wild card. First, a toast to babes. My queen of the gridiron soaring to 2-0 in Major 2. She's the day man of our league. A sunbeam cutting through the cloudy skies of fantasy doubt with a 70% chance to make the playoffs. She's not just walking with the stride of a gazelle. She's practically flying. And booyah, in the cup final four, that's like finding the juiciest, most succulent drumstick on the turkey. He's cultivating a mass of wins, a fantasy feast fit for a king, or should I say, a golden god. 
And then there's Big TDs, the fantasy ninja, swiping picks with the stealth of a nightman in the shadows. She's not just playing the game. She's composing a symphony of strategic genius. And 10 foot, clinching the eliminator challenge like he's the master of karate and friendship for everyone. He's the wild card, the unexpected hero, the guy who brings the best side dish you didn't even know you needed because it's kangaroo. But now let's peek into the darker side of our Thanksgiving spread. Caters, my nemesis, sitting pretty at 2-0 and Major 2. It's like finding a raisin in your stuffing. Unexpected, slightly unsettling. And when coheeds and holding court swap wide receivers like they're passing the cranberry sauce with one already out of the playoff picture, it's got the whole table whispering about the implication. It's the implication. And then there's smoking blunts. He's in the final four, too. It's like your drunk uncle claiming he cooked the entire feast. Then you look at the undercooked turkey, the lumpy gravy, and you think I haven't even begun to peek in my disbelief. Nuke him. Not setting your lineup is like showing up to Thanksgiving dinner without a pumpkin pie. It's a fundamental part of the feast, and without it, everything feels a little less sweet. And then there's me, bloody danger, knocked out of the playoffs while Blunts dances around with a 35% chance. It's like watching your beautifully crafted souffle collapse right as you take it out of the oven. There I was, thinking I'm the rum ham of this league, only to find out that I'm just a fucking green bean casserole. So there you have it. The LOL Thanksgiving special, a feast of triumphs, surprises, and a few burnt rolls. But hey, that's fantasy for you. It's always sunny in the league of levels, even when you're like me, scraping your dreams off the kitchen floor. We have a great show for you today. Big TDs is here. Don't forget to leave a voicemail, 407-900-5305. That's 407-900-5305. And we'll be right back after this with more LOL Show. With us today is Frank Reynolds, local business owner and a man with a harrowing story. That's right. A few days ago... Three thugs try to mug me. Now, I want to be very clear about something. Um, Mr. These pieces of garbage, you don't know who Mr. the hell they're dealing with. Excuse me. Do you think maybe you could eat that sandwich later? I'm starving. Uh, I don't know if they wanted money mm-hmm. or they wanted something more sexual. Wow. But it's a lucky thing I had my pieces. Your, your pieces? My gun. Oh. Wait, I started blasting. Bang, bang. Well, I don't see so good, so I missed. Then they ran away. I ran after them. Okay. Bang! Try to shoot them in the back. But I don't want so good either. Anyway... You guys all think I'm a hero, and I'll accept that responsibility. And we're back. It's another Chatting with the Masters, and we've got a big-time master, a current master, an actual person that is holding actual hardware right now. We have none other than Big TDs. What's going on, Big TDs? How are you? Well, well, show. That's I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. <laughs> I'm super excited to have you. I've been holding the current champions in my back pocket for a while. I think people are probably wondering, like, hey, how the mm-hmm. hell do you, how are you going to go and, and interview Joe Gabagool before you interview someone that actually has a trophy? But I wanted to wait a little I while. I know. I wanted to. Yeah, I've been waiting. <laughs> keep, keep those back a little bit. Put them in my back pocket. So I'm excited to talk to the person that actually won the farm last year. Like, <laughs> I should, it should have been me. I'm, I, mean, I should be mad about this. Like, 
Somehow you win the farm, and then we have a double promotion, and I'm still not involved, and Danger Crazy goes up. God damn it. But anyways. Yeah. How are you? How how has it been up in same level? Oh, it's been great. You know, I sometimes I forget that I'm the farm champion just because of how terrible I'm doing this season. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's good. I like it. Yeah, it's definitely a little bit. I mean, I haven't been there in a while. From what I remember, it's a little stuffy. It's just stuffier. Everyone's a little more mm -hmm. on edge and like, I don't know. Farm is like a party, you know? It is. It is. <laughs> So you you started you joined the league in 2017 when we opened the farm, uh, but you were mm -hmm. slightly you know tangentially associated with the league before because you were you know with High Decibels dating at the time um, before you yep. actually got to join into the farm. So it's been you've you've played six full seasons. You're in your seventh year, and now you're in the same level. Um, but before we get into the fantasy football stuff, let's back it up. I've enjoyed the past few episodes myself where I just say. Who is this person? I want to know a lot more about this person. So let's take it way back. And I want to know where Big TDs grew up. Where did you grow up? So I was born in D.C. Oh. and raised in Alexandria, Virginia, okay. so Northern Virginia. Um, yeah, I grew up there my whole life. Um, and yeah, now we're in Charlotte. So. So was that it? Was that like you, your whole life was spent in Northern Virginia? We're talking like Alexandria or something like that? Yeah. Alexandria. Really? Yep, right. my whole life. Love mm -hmm. Alexandria. It's, I feel like you know, down here, the I, I like Winter Park. I live in Winter Park, and I feel like Alexandria is similar to that, where it's like a lot of retail shops with like uh, apartments yeah. above it and stuff like that. I love that. I love that. But that's cool. So when you were growing up, were you a uh, favorite sports teams? Was it was it Washington? Was it the R words? It was. It was always Washington. Really? Okay. Um, yeah, and I grew up playing soccer, so. My right. team was DC United. I had that on the in list. That sense, yeah. So you were you were mm -hmm. a soccer player, and so so what position yeah. were you in soccer? I was a forward. A forward. How how far did you make it forward uh, in in the soccer? You know, high school, college, pro. What are you talking about? How far did you make it along? <laughs> um, I played since I was six through like junior year of high school. Okay, so yeah, I don't so know. I forget why I didn't play my senior year. I think I was just over it. Or probably, like probably. I had. I stopped yeah. doing everything senior year because of drugs. <laughs> so I don't know if that yeah, if you're exactly. similar to me. So you find out about weed and you're like, you know what? This fucking varsity push. Fuck this <laughs> noise. I who needs that? You know. But yeah, so that's cool. Exactly. So you, you were into soccer. I also had, you know, uh, like I said, you were tangentially related to the league before you actually joined the league. So you were lucky enough, and I say lucky in quotes, to join us on the big gay getaway to Ocean City, Maryland. You were yes. there. Yes. Right? That so was epic. That was, yes, epic is one way to describe it. So <laughs> one thing that I don't, I don't think people bring up enough, or at least it's not a story that people like reference very often, but it's something that I remember. And it was, I believe it mm -hmm. was the first time that I got to meet you in person you know I, yeah up to then it was only like I heard about Dan uh, big TDs sorry I heard about mm -hmm. you and then it was like okay well I get to meet her but it was in a really weird situation where I get to meet big TDs yeah. for the first <laughs> time it's at this giant thing and I'm I'm this you know commissioner guy and I got to put on a character thing and it's like okay I got to do two things at once but one thing that stood out to me was that on I believe the final evening we're all hanging out on the deck and uh -huh. Big TDs decides to grab the guitar and she plays a song uh -huh. 
And it was like the like all of a sudden everyone just shuts up for the first time in five days and listens to Big TVs <laughs> play a beautiful song. I don't even remember what the song was, but it was yeah, it was an original song. I remember. All I right, for you guys. So that yeah, tell me about that because the soccer thing. You know, everybody <laughs> plays a childhood sport. Everybody plays through. Uh, you know, high decibels played yeah. football. You know, just like Al Bundy. I'm sure he talks mm-hmm. about it all the time. But to have <laughs> a talent like guitar, where did that come from? Um, my dad taught me how to play guitar when I was probably like 11 or 12. And it just, and so yeah, I was just it stuck, stuck with yeah. it. Like I love it. Yeah. And I, um, this is funny, but I used to play in the youth band at church. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, like, so through high school, I was in the youth band okay. and then I would do like open mics when I lived in Virginia. Um, I haven't done any recently. I need to get back into Maybe it. I've should. done one. I've done one this year. Um, really? And now, yeah, I was kind of drunk, so I had the confidence to go <laughs> <laughs> play a couple songs. Um, but yeah, I, I got to do it more. You I should. It, you, know? you should. You know what? You should play a song at the holiday gala on on the show on the webcam. That would be uh, an incredible <laughs> thing. You should figure that out. And uh, you know, that's a challenge to you. Like I put out a challenge to Joe Gabagool, and you guys can go get the recipe for the Gabadrool drink. I don't know if anyone yeah. else has tried it yet, but yeah. I, I made that up, so there you go. But anyways, yeah. All right, we'll that, see. We'll that see. is something I think was, it's always stuck in the back of my head, and it's been like a, a character trait that I define Big TDs with. It's like she knows how to play the guitar and sing. So, like, mm-hmm. what, is there? Is there anything else you'd like to fucking share, you know, that you suddenly have any other magical talents that we should know about? <laughs> no, I don't think so. That I can think of any right now. All right. Well, if you think of any, <laughs> let me know. So you, you okay. spend a long time in uh, Northern Virginia, in Alexandria. <laughs> and um, mm-hmm. before you get to, you know, what it is you do today for a living, what did you have any like weird jobs along the way that, you know, as as you made your way towards Charlotte, any weird jobs as you think back? Oh, I've had so many jobs. We've all had so um, many weird ones. Yeah, my first job was at Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I was in high school when I got that job. Um, what, and so then like I, coffee shop. I have an inclination Beyond. to immediately say like a corny, uh, what is what's in the Beyond department? But like, how often <laughs> did you have to hear that joke <laughs> when you worked at Bed Bath and Beyond? Honestly, I don't remember hearing that. Once. Really? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Let me write it down, and I'm gonna mail it to myself. That's my joke. Yeah, Bed Bath and Beyond. <laughs> I never understood that store. It was always just like a. It, do you guys? Is there like any rhyme or reason to how you throw shit on the table in Bed Bath and Beyond? Because it seemed like things are just everywhere. Um, you know, I don't remember. It was so long ago. I was yeah. in high school. I didn't really care about the job. You know, that's how Bed Bath just and Beyond for looks. A paycheck. It's run yeah. by a bunch of high school kids that don't care about it. And that's why it's going out of business. <laughs> So, exactly. all right, so, you, so you did some retail work and then you made your way. What brought you to Charlotte in particular? Was it high decibels or was there another reason? So my friend, we're not friends anymore, but um, she lived in Charlotte and she was pregnant and she said that Mike and I should move to Charlotte and we can live at their house oh, rent yeah. free if we help with her newborn I forgot and obviously that. yeah that didn't um turn out great <laughs> so oh, man. yeah we're not friends anymore but that's why we originally moved to charlotte and um but i love it down here we just needed a change from dc it was so expensive up there yeah 
So, but yeah, I'm loving Charlotte. So you've been in Charlotte for what, <laughs> like uh, four years now? Like, no, like six. Six I think. years? Wow. Yeah, it's been yeah. a while. So yeah, you're definitely yeah. a fan of the Queen City. You're a fan of Charlotte FC. How's that been? Having a you, yeah. you grew up playing soccer, so now you have Charlotte FC. How's that? Yes, it's been incredible. We went to the inaugural game. That was nuts. Oh my gosh, it was awesome. So yeah, my team was DC United, but since I lived in Charlotte, while they got a, a new team, I, yeah. It, so now I'm a Charlotte FC fan. Does so. it feel weird when they play <laughs> against DC United? Does it, or are you just like you're bleeding the the Queen City uh, purple? Are you? What is your color? Blue? It's mint, right? Yeah, it's like mint. You guys confused me this year. Yeah. You had purple jerseys all season, trying to steal our swagger from down yeah. here, but. <laughs> And get back to the mint. So you guys are mint. So when you're playing against DC, like I asked, are you are you like fully out on DC now? You don't care? Uh, I don't know. Like I have mixed feelings, but overall, right. yeah, it's it's Charlotte FC now. All right. Well, I have more questions on that later, but let's back it up just a little bit. You said you moved to Charlotte with high decibels because you had this uh, uh, on the surface, uh, some sort of sweet deal. So you're like, fuck it, let's try something different. You know, that didn't pan out, mm -hmm. but whatever you found, it did pan out in a way that you found a city that you now love and you see yourself living there exactly. for a long time. So that's cool. Yep. So before mm -hmm. that, back it up before that, how did you meet high decibels? Oh, uh, so I met high decibels when I worked at a wine bar in Alexandria <laughs> and I guess his apartment was close by. Uh -huh. So he would, he would come in a lot to drink beer at the wine bar uh -huh. and i don't know we just started talking and started hanging out outside of you know work and yeah beer at the so wine was, bar so he couldn't even just yep. order wine to try and fit in he was literally just like fuck it i'm gonna order nope. the beer. i'm gonna be the one guy in here drinking beer <laughs> at the wine bar yeah <laughs> well that's what did he sweep you off your feet was there anything that he did that was like all right well this this is uh something or was it just you know uh, was he lucky no, I mean, I just loved his personality. He was really out, you know, he's outgoing. He's so genuine. Yeah, and I, mean, I don't know, schemes. it was just uh, like... It helps with the other receivers <laughs> and weapons that I have. Yeah, it helps. <laughs> you know, he's got that scheme going on all the time. So anyways, you you link up with high decibels. You guys decide that, you know what, we're going to... We're going to move this thing down south. We're going to go to Charlotte. You guys, uh, you don't fall in love with the Panthers uh, at all, but you fall in no. love with Charlotte yeah. FC right away. Uh, mm -hmm. But but before this, before the farm, you managed to get an invitation from, from High Decibels uh, to the farm. But how was he, before the farm existed, how did he describe this whole thing to you, this whole same level thing? Um, honestly, I can't remember, but I just remember thinking how complicated it sounded. <laughs> um, and, you know, I remember watching him like do drafts one year. Um, it was proper and high decibels. So mm -hmm. I, I think it was the year before the farm. Okay. So I was just sitting there watching the draft and <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, so, so then he just, he says, Hey, we're, we're opening up a new level and, and you're in, or did he ask you if you wanted to be, or did he sign your name without your permission? How did that go? No, I, I definitely wanted to be in it right. for sure. I mean, it sounded fun and honestly, it gives me like a reason to watch football. Yeah. Cause I don't, honestly, I don't think I would watch games that much if I didn't have a fantasy team. You know, I, <laughs> you know? I'm, I'm with you. You know, if I wasn't, <laughs> A lifelong fan of the Dolphins, then I don't know what I would do. 
But uh, but anyways, let's get into your first year. So you started in 2017, the first year of the farm. You went 11 and 15. Now, in previous interviews, I've said where people finished, and technically you finish in two different places. There's the spot in the standings that you finish, and then there's the spot in the bracket that you finish. In the standings, you finish seventh, but in the in the playoffs, you finished ninth. So you tumbled a little bit there. Mediocre season. Uh, that ended with mm-hmm. a, a a dud, which is fine. But then 2018 rolls around. What are you thinking then? Are you just like, hey, I'm going to go through the motions here because this is what High Decibels wants. It makes him happy. I'm just going to do this. Or was it like I am going to have a renewed focus? Yeah, I think after the first season, I was like, I need to do a little more research. Right. Um, you know, like actually know who these players are. Yeah. And, yeah. and then it was. So yeah, then it was I, just I like definitely tried harder. Yeah. And then the second year, the second year, you go six and 20, six and 20. All right. But, but like I said, every season has two different endings. So you ended at 11th in the standings technically, but the bracket, you actually ended in sixth. You lost in the second chance championship. So throughout the playoffs in that season, you took that six and 20 squad and you actually did some damage in the playoffs, you made it almost to the second chance championship. You almost took that home. You didn't get it. So in 2019, you ended the year like you did in your first year. You went right back there, 11 and 15. You ended the standings in eighth place, and you ended the uh, playoffs in eighth place. You actually lost to Saxon City in the first round, uh, and then you lost to Caters in the second chance championship. So you're looking at like mediocre, <laughs> slightly under 500 for three years, uh, and then... <laughs> 2020 comes around. Do you remember anything like maybe COVID helped you in some way? But do you remember any catalysts I, that would have turned things around for you? I don't remember anything yeah. at all. As soon as the season's over, I just forget everything that happened. Like yeah. <laughs> that past season. Same level. I, you know, I, I got to check out for a little while at least. And then, and then yeah. I, all of a sudden I'm like, where are all these players at? They're new teams now. But no, mm-hmm. in, in 2020... <laughs> You actually finished season 19 and 10, which is incredible. You were second in the standings, wow. and then you finished third in the playoffs. You lost to any given Sunday in the semis. Uh, and I, I point this out because you lost 107 to 51. It was an incredible molly whopping. Yeah. <laughs> so that is got to sting. Josh Allen scored 42 points against you, and you started Russell Wilson who scored 14 now uh, is he your quarterback now yeah i have him and gino oh man i don't oh, know man. why so i think we should remember this all right remember 2020 you started russell wilson and you got molly Watt by like 60 points in the playoffs <laughs> just keep that you know a little nugget of yeah information. i'm gonna have to cut him yeah <laughs> so then you beat you actually you finished in third place because after you got crushed there uh you you beat would you rather uh so that's nice so you finished out on a strong note um 2021 you went back to mediocrity which hey we all do we're all going to regress to the mean in some way 15 and 16 you lost the second (laughs) chance championship that's okay uh but then it brings us to last season so last season was crazy what do you tell me about last season I can't remember. Like I said earlier, I'm like, I don't remember, but I won. I'm the champion. Yes. There's only one thing. That. There is only one thing you need to remember. It's that you won the little ham. And unfortunately, and I, yeah. you did that by beating me 
in the semifinals and Danger Crazy in the finals. You went yes. 24 and 6. 24 and 6. Damn. So not only <laughs> did you win the playoffs, you won the championship in the bracket, but you also finished first in the standings. Like it was a chalk situation all the way through. Uh, you took the little ham home. How's the little ham doing? Oh, he's doing good. <laughs> That's good. It doing is. Great. It's not. Is it heavy? It's. Is it as heavy as I think it is? It looks heavy as shit. No, it's not that heavy, but it's not light either. Like it's a good weight. <laughs> All right, just right. Not too hot. Not too cold. So, speaking of cold, your season right now, <laughs> right? Would you agree? Oh God, yeah. Pretty cold. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Twenty twenty three. Yeah. You got promoted. You had to take. I don't remember who's. I don't remember if you took fourth's roster or Booyah's roster, but you kept... I took Booyah's. You took Booyah. Yeah. Okay, so you kept Travis Kelsey in the first round, which mm -hmm. was not a dumb idea at the time. I think a lot of people were doing that, you know, uh, very hot <laughs> right now, we would say. So you've had to deal with all the Taylor Swift stuff. You took him in the first round, but did you know he's like the second best tight end and like the 17th best wide <clears throat> receiver? So in hindsight... There's probably like, I don't know, 20 different players that would have been better at that spot. Do you feel like you made a mistake with Travis Kelsey or are you just going through a rough patch? Um, I don't think I made a mistake. Yeah, he's I mean, he hasn't been doing that great in these last few weeks, but I don't yeah. think I made a mistake. No, I don't regret it. All right. Yeah. I mean, it, it is an expensive thing. The first rounder. Uh, I mean, unless you're smoking blunts and you'll just fucking send those things anywhere. You don't give a fuck. About <laughs> so the other player that you kept and we'll get to actually smoking bloods in just a second. Honestly, Garrett Wilson, you kept Garrett Wilson in the fourth round. He's currently, I believe, uh, like yeah. the 36th best wide receiver. So that was probably that's and if Aaron Rodgers, you know, there's a whole nother universe here where if he were to play it out, Garrett Wilson might have been great. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. but I but would he's say he's been terrible. <laughs> The rest of your draft, if we just look at your top five, so you kept Kelsey in the first and Garrett Wilson in the fourth. So filling in the blanks, you, you drafted Ramondre Stevenson in the second round. We'll get to him in the second. And uh, uh -huh. Kenneth Walker in the third round and Geno Smith in the fifth round. So Kenneth Walker, he's been doing all right. He did just get injured, I believe. Yeah. But uh, I've got him in yeah. Omega. He's, he's good. I like, I like Kenneth Walker. But I think the only reason you have your head above water right now, or at least close to the surface, is Brandon Ayuk in the sixth round. How does yes. that guy do? He's, he's a killer. I love Ayuk. Yeah, that is... <laughs> That's some value right there. Yeah, he's carrying my team. <laughs> you get to keep him next year in the sixth round if you'd like. And that's pretty mm -hmm. sweet because you sent away a seventh rounder. Um, so you don't have a pick in the seventh round, but that's okay. You don't need it. You get to keep Ayuk mm -hmm. in the sixth. So let's talk about this trade. So you made a trade with Smoking Blunts. Smoking Blunts is in last place. Uh, I believe he's still, yeah, he's still in last place. Um, mm -hmm. <clears throat> he is having a fire sale. Uh, and you sent him <laughs> Ramondre Stevenson, who you drafted in the second round. So if he wants to keep him, he'll yeah. have to keep him in the second, which ain't happening. Uh, and then you also included a seventh rounder for Blunt. And in return, he gave you Najee Harris and a third round and draft. Third round. Right? Like, mm -hmm. I, let me just say real quick for you. It's a pretty good deal. That's an amazing <laughs> deal for you, I think. Yeah. There, other people in Slack are trying to say, here's why, you know, we think that this is the other way around and the, the matchups at, at the certain time. No, 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 no. 
None of that. I mean, yeah, I get yeah. he's fighting off relegation, but your ability to nab a third rounder. I believe that people have issues in LOL valuing draft picks because that's too valuable for that. That's too valuable. And now you get to have two picks in the third. That's amazing. So I think things are looking up. Uh, but also, before we get off the trade deadline, honest question, hand hand up. How many trade offers did High Decibels send you? None. None? None. Yeah, I saw him just like sling him out. I'm like, are you going to offer a trade with me? That's amazing. <laughs> How dare he? Doesn't right. offer you a single. I'm thinking he must just be chewing her ear off with trade offers because he's freaking no, out. trying not to not one. That's just how insulting is it? You know what? Maybe it's just he, he doesn't want to have any bad optics that it looks like, you know, there's insider trading going on. But yeah, no collusion. On. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or something, man. That's crazy. So anyways, let's get into it. Everyone's second favorite segment. First and 15. You know the rules. You got to answer the questions quickly. Unless you don't want to, then you can take as long as you want. Do you understand the rules? Yes. All right. Let's go. So, <laughs> First question, question one, Bart's Mart or Patty's Pub? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Bart's because I go there every day. So <laughs> You know what? There's, there, you're going to notice a theme of loyalty here in the questions, and I like that, Bart's Mart. Okay, next question, number two, who scored the most goals for Charlotte FC this season? This season. Um, Swiderski? That is correct. Swiderski had 12 goals. Orlando had two guys with more than that. No big deal, though. Next question. Question number <laughs> three. If you could cast a hex on anyone in the same level and send them straight to the AOL final, who would it be? Andrew Crazy. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I support that. That I love how quick you answered that because he is illegitimately in the same level, right? I feel, Let it, me just say, every time on the waiver wire, <laughs> I'll like make a bid and he'll beat me by like one. <laughs> like every single week, it happens. Like always with this guy. So yeah, doing crazy. That's great. Maybe he's hacked your phone. Maybe he knows what you're bidding. Maybe. All right. Next question. <laughs> question number four. In the episode, the gang beats Boggs. How many beers do D and Charlie manage to chug to beat Wade Boggs' record? 69. Ooh, I tried to get you on that one. It's 71. <laughs> 71. <laughs> Next question. I'm looking, I'm, I'm, go I'm looking at my questions now. Like, where did I put the 69 question? And I feel like I fucked that I've one up. I've been waiting for it. And now there might just not be one. That's even better. All right. Question number five. <laughs> Name the two major bodies of water in Battle World. Hint. One is a sea what? and the other is an ocean. Oh, relegation ocean? That one? And relegation sea? <laughs> and then the other one. And uh, I'm drawing a blank. I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna give it Wait. to you. Okay. Go for it. You do you know? Okay. Do you know? No, I don't know. All right. Go on. <laughs> Promotion Ocean, relegation C. Promotion Ocean. You know what? The fact that you got relegation C is amazing. It's amazing. All right. Question number six. Hold on. I gotta I gotta get a breath for this one. Finish this oh Lil Wayne lyric. 
Paper chasing. Tell that paper, look, I'm right behind you. Bitch, real G's move in silence like lasagna. Easy. <laughs> Easy. All right. It's going to get harder, though. It's going to get harder. I'll tell you. All right. Next oh, my question. God. <laughs> question number seven. Name one of the two teams in farm history that you'd never beat. That I never beat. You never beat and these farm teams. history, so they don't have to be in the league now, right? Correct. Okay. But there are two teams. You you were in the farm all the way up through last season, and there are only two teams that you never beat. They were undefeated against you. Mm. You only got to name one. Name one. Who was who was someone that was good? Sacks? No, no. You definitely. No. You were okay. I'll give you one more shot. Mm, not in the league right now. Oh, any given Sunday? No, that's also a good answer. No, <laughs> the answer could have been either Jackhammer or One Man Wolfpack. Uh, one Man Wolfpack was three and zero <laughs> against you. God damn! That's wow, I forgot about him. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next question. Question number eight. Charlie and D both beat Boggs. Like I said earlier, uh-huh. had they drank two fewer beers each, would they have still beat the record? And how many would they have drank? Yes, in 69. <laughs> there it is. There it is. God, I tried to double curveball you there. And you still got, you know what? If any question is answered with a number, just say 69. Everyone should just do that, right? That's the best way to do it. Exactly. Right. That that was my strategy. <laughs> Next question, question number nine. Which 2022 farm team had the least points allowed? Mm. Least points allowed. That's right. What an amazing season when nobody scores against you. All right, question number 10. Next question. All right, another deep breath. Finish this Lil Wayne lyric. Excuse my charisma, vodka with a spritzer, swagger down pat, call my shit Patricia, young money militia, and I am the commissioner. Oh, yes. <laughs> there it is. Commissioner. <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do it. You know what? <laughs> Digging through Lil Wayne lyrics, trying to get like fill in the blanks, are, it's not a fun game for white people. We shouldn't be doing that. It's, <laughs> it's almost impossible. All right. Next question. Question number 11. What is the name of the uh, very first episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? If, I'll give you a bonus point if you can say it without me giving you a multiple choice. First episode. Very first. It was forever ago. No ideas? Well, yeah, give me some multiple right. choice. Multiple choice. Here's three <laughs> of them. It could be Charlie wants an abortion. The gang gets racist or Charlie has cancer. It's the gang gets racist. Yeah. Dang. Season one, episode one <laughs> off with a bang. All right. Next question. Question number 12. Which farm team did you manage the most wins against? Um, Who did you beat up on and Molly Wop the most? Can't even think. Um. <laughs> uh, here's a hint. I love this. Uh, I have no idea. Just tell me. Fornicators. <laughs> I'm going to give it to you because I'm giving it to you. 10 and 6. 63% against Fornicators. Man, he's just, he's only good on the sports book. 
He's only good on the sports book. <laughs> All right. Next question. Question 13. If High Decibels spots a piano, what is the one and only song he will immediately play? Um. Oh, the Easy Like Sunday Morning. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I knew it. I knew you would get that one. 100%. Same level. All right. Next question. Just que- go to. Question 14. <laughs> You are currently ninth and projected to maybe be in the AOL tournament. Which team do you think will be relegated? Can you say that again? Sorry, High Decibels is trying to call me right now. <laughs> I got <laughs> so, distracted. <laughs> you are currently. He doesn't know I'm doing this. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's the the lengths we go. All right, so you're currently in ninth and you're projected to be in the AOL tournament. Which team? I think I know who you're going to say. Which team will be relegated? Smoking Bloods. Ooh, I'm gonna say yes because that's what I say. But I thought for sure you were gonna say Danger Crazy. Very interesting, Blunts. Very uh-huh. interesting. All right, this is the final question. You know the deal. You got to take it seriously. Don't bullshit. All right. Don't freak out. All right. Question number fifteen. You can only pick one. Gun to your head. I'm talking uh, like a big gun. A big gun to your head. <clears throat> Washington okay. Commanders or Charlotte FC. Oh, Charlotte FC. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's what's up. That's first and 15. You definitely got the first down. Hell yeah. All right. So let's kick it right over to our final segment. Everyone's second favorite segment. I say everything's the second favorite. Spread, spread, total. You know the rules. Two spread picks, one total pick. I have been getting crushed, demolished. I'll update everyone on the actual standings right now, but I believe I am now under 500. And I'm going to let Big TDs go first with her spread pick. Yeah, pull it up. One sec. All right, let's hear it. So, okay. First spread pick, Eagles minus three. All right, all right. I like that. Uh, that is my uh, that's my bonus pick that I'm gonna have to scratch off my list now. And they're they're playing against Buffalo. They're at home against Buffalo, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the Bills have some problems. All right. I I like that pick because uh, that was. <laughs> One of mine. All right. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go ahead. And this is for all of you listening right now on Thanksgiving morning. I'm going to take Lions minus seven and a half. They're at home versus the Packers. And this is a Thanksgiving for the Detroit Lions to be happy about. They're good finally. So I think they're going to have a good day. All right. They're going to win by at least a touchdown. Okay. Let's go Detroit. Give me your uh, second spread pick. Big TDs. Um, yeah. The Ravens. Ravens minus three and a half. Ravens minus three and a half. And who are they playing against? I think they're, I think they're playing the Chargers. Chargers. All yeah, right. Chargers. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm sure that Coheeds is not looking forward to that for Justin Herbert having to go up against that defense. But the Ravens, they are mm-hmm. they are currently, because of the Chiefs' loss, the Ravens are now the one seed in the AFC. I think they could keep that momentum sure. going. Good pick. Good pick. <laughs> All right. So my second spread pick, I'm going to go with the Texans. Plus one and a half. They're at home getting points against the Jaguars. I don't like the Jaguars. You know what? And it's mostly just because I don't like anybody from Jacksonville. It's the most redneck area of Florida by far. But Texans, they are serious. CJ Stroud is serious. He's legit. Give me the Texans plus one and a half. And let's move on. Your you're over and under pick, your total pick. What do you got, Big TDs? got to go with Commanders and Cowboys on right. Thanksgiving Day. Absolutely under, right? 
Over. I want oh. the over. <laughs> over oh. 48 and a half. Over. Yeah. Oh, it's so gross. There's no way that's going to happen. Oh, my God. What are you It's going to happen. It's Thanksgiving. It's, it's going to happen. Yeah, if it's like 45 to 7 Cowboys, you'll hit the over. That's how it's going to happen. All right. My over under, I'm going to have to go with the... This is a, uh, a really easy one because the primetime games have been so under this year. So I'm going to go with the Bears and the Vikings. That is Monday Night Football, I believe. Under 43 and a half. Mm -hmm. That's too many points. Too many points. I don't trust Justin Fields. I don't trust Khalil Herbert. And they suck. I'm, I suck. They suck. It's going to go under just like all the other primetime games. And that is spread, spread, total. Big TDs, thank you so much. What it's uh, you're, As you guys listen to this, Everyone's getting ready for Thanksgiving. So what are you guys doing for Thanksgiving today? Yeah, we're actually hosting. Um, oh. So we're going to have about like 20 people over. Most oh of them are God. from Bart Smarts, our Bart Smarts friends. <laughs> um, so there's going to be kegs. Mike's going to deep fry a turkey and yeah. smoke a turkey. Um, so actually right after this, we're going to Harris Theater. So wish me luck. <laughs> oh, no, it's a goddamn war zone. It's a goddamn shit show right now, Pubba. <sighs> yeah. That's not yeah, good. Not like. <laughs> well, I I wish y'all the best. I wish we could be together on Thanksgiving. I, I miss you guys. I uh, I hope we you have. You. I hope you have fun with your with your giant man. I do not envy that though. Hosting twenty people. Oh my god, that's a lot. I mean, it's fine because like everyone's assigned a side, so I don't have to make everything. That's you know? nice. That's nice. Yeah. Well, enjoy the mm -hmm. games. Enjoy the day. Enjoy your Thanksgiving, and thank you for spending time with us today. Now. You can go back to high decibels. Keep this a secret just a little bit longer. I appreciate it. No, yeah, I'm not going to tell him, but he was calling me and then he texts me. Where <laughs> are you? If I turn off my location, too, so he can't see that I'm just sitting in a parking lot. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, I, I love this. It was so so good talking to you. I appreciate you spending your day you with too. us today. And, uh, and good luck this week and the rest of the season. Hey, you too. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Love you, bye. D, I swear you would be of more use to me if I skinned you and turned your skin into a lampshade or fashioned you into a piece of high-end luggage. I can even add you to my collection. Are you saying that you have a collection of skin luggage? Of course I'm not, D. Don't be ridiculous. Think of the smell. You haven't thought of the smell, you bitch! Now you say another word, and I swear to God, I will dice you into a million little pieces and put those pieces in a box, a glass box, that I will display on my mantle. All right. Now that that's settled, we can have a normal conversation. And we're back. Buddy Danger. Big TDs was great. That was an amazing interview. Shout out to Big TDs for doing that from her car so she could hide from high decibels so this would be a surprise on Thanksgiving. You know, like... Oh, that's dedication. Dedication. Probably even turned off the air conditioner to make sure it sounded better. That's serious dedication as a Floridian. Sick. So anyways, we went over a few things at the top before we get into everybody's favorite segment, the voicemails. Uh, I want to just run through them again so everyone's aware. Major 2 just started. Babes is on top. Ah-ha-ha. Ha, in your face. <laughs> All right. So we got that. Final four of the cup starting this week. Next level cup. All right. We got Terrible Tally 
versus Smoking Bloods. We also have Booyah versus Fornicators. Going to be sick. All right. Keep an eye on that on the live scoring page on the LOL website. If you haven't seen that yet, then I feel like you're missing out on a lot of the LOL. So if you're like someone that's newish here and don't typically go to the website, well, I guess you're probably not listening to this. But if you are, leagueoflevels.com. Check it out. Log in. You're going to see a bunch of cool shit. Next Level Cup, huge bracket. You're going to see it there. You'll also be able to follow along with the live scoring right there in your face. Click on the live scoring tab. You'll see it right there. Also, lineup strikes. All right. Sorry. It happens. Make sure you set your lineups. Even if you're out of it, you know, you don't want to be that guy. You don't want to have that reputation of walking away, not caring, saying what, you know, what are you so mad about? Just set your lineup. It's easy. Then you won't get a strike. It's so easy. All right. So watch out for that. Eliminators open again right now. If you haven't already made your selection, you have time. You have time. Eliminator runs all weekend. So if, even if you forget and it's Monday, as long as you haven't selected one of those teams on Monday Night Football, you can still pick. All right. So go over there. Get your pick in on Eliminator. This is probably going to be your last shot at it this year. This is 5,000 schmeckles up for grabs. This could be a quick one. I got a feeling this could be a quick round because we got a lot of people that don't have as many great selections left. All right. All the previous picks count on this next round of Eliminator. In addition to that, right now, if you're listening to this on Thanksgiving, go to the sports book, check out all the prop bets. Oh, it's glorious. No one wins prop bets, though. FYI. You're going to lose all your schmeckles every time. It doesn't matter which way you pick. You're going to lose. Bet both ways. You're going to lose. Straight to jail. All right. Don't forget, there's also NFL on Friday. Super easy to forget that. And, and also, one more thing. I glossed over this earlier, but the I wanted to just set the record straight because I did feel a little awkward how I did a whole episode last week. Shianti. And we were talking about... Make a trade. Trade deadline. Go do it. Make a trade. Make a trade. Make a trade. And what happens? The next day, boom, trade hits the line, and I flip. I flipped out. Hand up. I flipped out. It let, but let's, you know, I I want to, like, semi-defend myself and semi-apologize. I get it. I was sending mixed signals. If I'm putting out an episode like that, telling you, you know, Offer you can't refuse, and then all of a sudden the deal comes through, and I'm like, I can't believe this is asinine. Yeah, you know, but listen, Coheeds holding court, they are related, you know, not blood related, but they're they're brother and sister in law, right? So that's it adds to it, and I know that we are a league made up of families. We talk about houses all the time, and it, that makes things tricky. And as we heard in the interview with Big TDs, High Decibels was offering everyone but her a trade because he knew the implication. There's the implication. And you don't want that. You don't want that, you know, side eye from everyone because it's the optics of the whole situation. So you add to that the fact that holding court was out of playoff contention. Zero percent chance. And it doesn't matter if she listens to the show or not. Last week, she was 6-14. and 6-14. and 14. She should not be making trades uh, that don't affect her future. And her future is not this year. That's the point. So when she trades two wide receivers... Oh, I'm sorry. She trades one wide receiver for two wide receivers. You have to ask yourself, why would she do that? 
Why would holding court do that? Why does she need these two wide receivers? And I know it's none of my business. I know it's her team. She's allowed to do what she wants. People are allowed to make bad decisions. But when the decisions ultimately don't matter, if you're at the bottom of the farm, there is no relegation, and it ultimately doesn't matter, it is very easy to jump from point A to point B where all of a sudden I'm saying, you know what, she did that to help Coheeds. It's just optics. I'm not saying that she did that. I'm saying that it looks like that could be a possibility because there's nothing of benefit for her. So when I said that, I will say Coheeds angrily tried to tell me to reverse the trade. I don't reverse trades. We don't reverse trades here. They reversed the trade. All right. They did that voluntarily just because I was complaining. I'm not going to complain as much anymore. I shouldn't. You know, it's it's tough. I, I know that you, there's an implication when I complain because I am in charge. I, I should be careful about that. So they went back to the drawing board, and I will say they came up with a better idea, a one-for-one, one, wide receiver for wide receiver, but holding court gets a fourth-rounder, I think. Something like, that's crazy good. That's crazy good value. Now it makes sense. Now Coheed's got that same exact guy. He traded with a relative of his. And she got an asset in the future. And guess what? Now the, the optics look good. There's no implication. I like it now. But I again, I'm not the arbiter. And again, I'm not a big Swifty. But it just seemed on the surface it was bad. That's all. That's all. So be careful if you are next year, you know, if you're one of those teams that's towards the bottom and people are poaching your roster, you got to be careful of the implication, you know, the optics of the situation. Be careful. All right. So anyways. Before I get into my final little Thanksgiving rant, I wanted to say, fantastic, Mr. Fox. Okay? Go out there right now. If you haven't already, listen to fan or watch Fantastic Mr. Fox. It's a fucking fantastic movie. And there aren't that many Thanksgiving movies. Like, people will point to, like, planes, trains, and automobiles. No. Get the fuck out of here. It's not good. No, it's too slow. Fantastic Mr. Fox. Stop motion animation. George Clooney. It's like... It's amazing. It's amazing. You've got to check it out. Uh, it's it's my one and only recommendation for the season. Enjoy the turkey day. And I did. I, I wrote a little bit at the top that was themed with uh, Always Sunny. And it was themed with Thanksgiving. I got a little bit more here. Uh, and this has to do more with the NFL this week. Uh, and I wanted to just give it to you before we get into the voicemail. So like, it's like Charlie working here. But instead of rats, we're dealing with quarterbacks and their opinions. So first up, we got Aaron Rodgers, the man who could make a conspiracy theory out of a turkey sandwich. He's been as quiet as a church mouse on Sunday, but just when you thought it was safe to get back into the sports news, boom, he's back. Serving up hot takes like their pumpkin pie at Thanksgiving. Aaron Rodgers, in his latest philosophical ramble with Pat McAfee, is bemoaning the quote-unquote softening of society and its impact on sports. It's like your drunk uncle at Thanksgiving ranting about how everything was better when the dinosaurs roamed the earth. And then there's Tom fucking Brady, the GOAT, right, Blunts? Who's made of more, he's made more money off of football than Frank Reynolds has made off of questionable business ventures. Brady's throwing shade at coaching and player development, saying it's not what it used to be. It's like complaining that your grandma's stuffing was better before she started using store-bought bread. Come on, Tom. You're at the grown-ups table now. Shut the fuck up. And let's circle back to Rogers. His take on hockey, he brought up hockey enforcers. They were being phased out. It's like finding a tofu turkey at Thanksgiving hosted by Ron Swanson. He's missing the point. He's missing the point more than Charlie misses the waitress. 
The real issue is the health and well-being of the players, not some misplaced nostalgia for the good old days of sports brutality. It's like saying we need more food fights at Thanksgiving because it toughens up the kids. And Rogers' method of gathering information? It's as unconventional as Mac's famous mac and cheese. Why bother with facts when you can just wing it on national TV, right? It's like bringing your rum ham to a vegan Thanksgiving dinner. It's just not going to fly. Speaking of flying, let's talk to the Detroit Lions. They've been about as successful on Thanksgiving as D. Reynolds has been at open mic night. But hold your horses. Or should I say your turkeys? Because this year the Lions are showing signs of life. They haven't had a good start like this since the days when the Beatles were still touring. It's it's like finding a golden ticket in your Wonka bar. Unexpected, but oh, so sweet. So as we all sit down at the LOL Thanksgiving table, let's be thankful for those who actually research, study, and use facts, and not just the ones who can throw a football. And to Aaron Rodgers, maybe it's time to move past everything and let others do the talking. Happy Thanksgiving, LOL. And remember... In fantasy football, just like at the dinner table, it's all about savoring the wins and learning from the losses. And to the Lions, maybe this year, the Thanksgiving curse will be as gone as Frank's sense of morality. Anyways, I love Always Sunny. I knew Big TDs loved Always Sunny. I'm super uh, hyped that it's Thanksgiving. I'm so hungry. I don't, I'm, I'm recording this on Wednesday night. I've actually already been cooking. I made stuffing muffins already. I, I convinced myself that that needs to be done in advance from here on out. Uh, so those are already done. Uh, we got the cranberries already done. Uh, we actually did a big pork butt today. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> don't, I don't. There's four of us in this family. This is what Decibels was texting me. There's only four of you. There's all, I did a, a six-pound pork butt. I got a whole fucking Tupperware thing full right now. It's delicious. But I, now tomorrow I got to put a 12-pound turkey on there. The decisions we make, you know. All right. Everybody's favorite segment. Let's get this until we get into that gravy bowl. First voicemail. Oh, this is the guy that do they celebrate Thanksgiving over the over there in uh, London? I don't know. Let's see. Proper. All right. The joke's not funny anymore. <laughs> uh, I'm now on a seven-game loss streak. Um, last time I called, it was week eight, and I was eleven and five and sitting at the top. Told you. Second. Well, not the top second but it was very high and i was very happy since then haven't won a game mm-hmm. um and it's been a nightmare and it's th- i think it's buddy's fault <laughs> uh and it's really annoying because you know we'll see at the gala why it's annoying oh. but i really hope that my fortunes turn around before christmas because otherwise the great gift i've got is going to go to uh, someone that's undeserving uh, <laughs> i think uh, so fingers crossed for me um, obviously none of you are doing that, but I just want you to know that I repent, uh, and re- resent and regret ever calling into the show to gloat. So don't do it. If you think you're doing well, yeah. don't do it because you'll end up like me, British, and you don't want that. Not, not on Thanksgiving week, certainly. I don't, I disagree with proper at the end. If it doesn't matter how you're doing. Or how you think you're doing, how you think you're gonna be doing, you should definitely call. Definitely call. But you know what? I did I did I, I gotta I gotta raise my hand and say I called this one. I called it, man. Fraud. That was a fraudulent second place that you were in. Whatever you yeah, I, I definitely am not surprised at seven losses in a row. Also, I respect to the seven 
the pointing out the seven, that means you've split a week in half and said that that was where the streak started instead of saying six in a row. But uh, yeah, that's a stinger, man. I mean, but it is what we said. Like your luck rate was out of control. You had literally the mathematically most lucky team in the entire LOL. Right? That's just, you know, numbers don't lie. Ball don't lie. I mean, and I'm sorry. I, I don't think anybody can help you here. You know, so I, you can blame me all you want. Don't don't mess with the gala. It's going to be beautiful. Everyone's going to love what you got. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Next voicemail. What up, League of Levels? It's your boy, Blitz. Hey. Uh, no shit talking on this voicemail. I just wanted to Aww. call and wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. Hey. Uh, you know, I'm thankful for this league. I'm thankful for all the members involved. Thankful for the best damn commissioner in the world. Thankful for this podcast. Thankful that the hammer is coming to Colorado. Sorry, no shit talking. Sorry. Uh, yeah, thankful for all y'all. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm not good at taking compliments. Uh oh. All right, you guys, you don't have to keep thanking me for the podcast. You can pay me though. Send me money. I don't like compliments, but I like money or schmeckles. You guys could do that too. But yeah, man, Thanksgiving. We should. You know. I don't think we're thankful enough. I don't, and, and that's coming from me. I am so thankful for this league, and I still sometimes think I'm not thankful enough. But let's be honest. These are your real friends. I mean, <laughs> I as speaking as someone who quit social media uh, like uh, 15 years ago, it's uh, these are your real friends. I think you know you might have a few work acquaintances and whatnot. It's hard to make friends when you get over 30 years old. Uh, and it's even harder, I assume, when you're over 40 or over over 50, right, AOL? That's, yeah, it's tough. So be thankful for the LOL, I think. And it's rich coming from me. You know, be thankful for the thing that I started and do all this stuff, whatever. No, no. It's, it, be thankful that other people are here too. Be thankful that they make it what it is. Because it's not me. It's everybody playing along that makes this fun. And we have this Slack channel um, that has become, you know, uh, uh, a huge part of all of our lives. So thank you, Blitz, for the message. And wait, what's this right here? Uh, also blitzed. Oh, yeah. And fuck the bills. Oh, wait. I mean, I'm sorry. Thank the bills. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, thank the bills. Thank the bills today. Let's flip it on its head. Thank the bills. You hear that, Joe Gabagool? Thank you and thank the bills. Upstate New York, coming with it. All right, next voicemail. Yeah, so they said the thing would freeze off the genital wart. Well, it's been two weeks. I haven't, yeah, it's been no go. I'm going to have to take that shit back. Hello? Oh, I didn't hear the beat. AOL for life here. Uh, I got nothing. Yeah. Just want to say happy Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble, bitches. And that's about it. So I'm looking forward to a nice Thursday of a probably about a minus zero point. Let's call it nine. And uh, that's about it. So happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> AOL out. Gobble, gobble to you too, man. Happy Thanksgiving, AOL. Thanks for checking in. Yeah, you know what? And AOL is a great example of uh, a team that is floundering. No offense, AOL. You're typically, you know, the past couple of years you've been killing it. It's, it's sad to see you fall down like this, but he's still calling it. Still talking, still being loud. Listen to him proper. He's not ashamed. You can go down there. You fight it out with AOL and Smoking Bloods. You guys will figure it out. All right. You no need to be 
freaking out, though. You can keep leaving voicemails. Happy Thanksgiving, AOL. Next voicemail. It was good, buddy. Happy Thanksgiving. Yo, yo, yo. Your boy smoking blunts. Calling to talk some shit. Got a couple fakers on the schedule this week. <laughs> New squad, who dis? I uh, just got to say, Decibels, your squad's overrated, bro. That's why you try to trade me Dobbs and Kittle and a six-round pick for what? No one wants that trash. Dobbs and Kittle. Bro, your whole squad gets points from two players. <laughs> And they're going to flop this week. And you're going to flop this week. You'll probably get relegated. Because I'm not just trying to make it to stay in the same level. I'm trying to win the whole fucking thing, bro. Get like me. Gone deep. Your ass probably sleeping right now. You'll probably need some more painkillers after this ass whoop I'm about to hand you. So, you know, I'm about to eat the ass like some stuffing, some mashed potatoes, some candy yams. (laughs) God damn. Yeah. Your boy smoking blunts. Now, I play to win. And I don't give a fuck about next year, man. Fuck those picks. Apparently. You know, I play to win. And, uh, you know, shout out to my boy, 10-Foot. It was a fair deal the more I look at it. Hopefully, <laughs> your boy, Justin Jefferson, comes back this year. Hopefully, Jamar Chase can play without Burrow. A lot of question marks there. But yeah, appreciate you looking out. Um, big TDs. Hopefully, Najee Harris returns to form for you. Great working with both y'all. Um, just wanted to call my shot this week. Uh, keep up the great work, buddy. I hope you and your family have a great Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble, bitch. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Gobble, gobble to you as well. To you and yours. Gobble, gobble. Man, I just, I I love, I love the loudness from Bloods. And it is new team who this with him. Like that, the whole thing has been turned over. I don't, I still haven't. Someone who loves the numbers. I love the numbers. I'm a numbers guy. I'm looking at the numbers. I'm crunching them this way. I'm crunching them that. I don't know how it adds up. I don't know how I'd love to sit down with you guys and just be like, how do you value draft picks? I don't understand. I don't understand how he paid what he paid, how you got, how you guys both 10 foot and big TDs both made a killing. I, I don't know how you guys are valuing those picks, but value that Turkey. I liked it. I liked seeing the trade action. It's just, you know, I, I pity the fool that's going to take that roster next year. Probably Booyah, which would be fitting. Apropos. Everybody loves when I say that word. Next voicemail. So, firstly, I want to apologize to both Blitz and especially Proper. Wow. Because in the interview, I may have called them frauds. <laughs> I'll admit it. And to be honest, I was a little just, I was, I was taken aback by my own language uh-huh. and, uh, uh, I, I, I regret it. I regret it. I, I think I had the commissioner in my head and that's the word that he uses. And through some sort of sub, sublimation process, uh-huh. it just filtered into my brain. Maybe. What I meant to say is they're way too lucky to be as good as they are this year, <laughs> but they're not frauds. Great people. Great people. And also, yeah, like the commissioner can't drive a wedge between me and proper. Like it could never happen. Wouldn't let it happen. So anyways, number one, apologize for that. Number two, (laughs) shout out to the commissioner. Uh, I think we should have regular shout outs for all the things the commissioner does. And I woke up this morning, literally at 430 in the morning, and I thought our commissioner is so great. Okay. Because not only does he put together the keeper, uh, the keeper rights 
and uh, draft position uh, sheet for us every year, which looks like a fucking nightmare. I can't believe he hasn't written some sort of web app computer program to do that. That would be terrible by hand. But the thing I want to call out is the conditional highlighting. I legitimately had this thought. I was like, this guy actually conditionally highlights the value on those sheets for us. Now, it could be all wrong. He could obviously, like, you know, just mess with it at all and fuck with us. But I don't think he does that. And he even highlights the valuable ones for us. What kind of league are we in where the commissioner goes through all the trouble to throw in some conditional highlighting for values that are, you know, actually going to work against him? Just the best. Just the best. And number three, last thing. Uh, how about that blockbuster trade, everybody? Huh? Some big names in there <laughs> in the same level? Huh? Well, Justin Jefferson, some Tank Dell action, swapping out. We got J- Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle, B. John Robinson. That's just the trade of the century. And then that first round for the seventh round. <laughs> Honestly, this could blow up in my face in the worst of ways. No, but if it's any consolation to smoke and blunts i hope chase waddle and Bijan serve him well and make him a contender no to chance. stay out of the farm i would hate to see him disappear this has gone on long enough love you guys bye <laughs> that's too much man too much god damn it with the compliments listen all right first things first conditional formatting is very easy all right and if you don't even know what he's saying there it's where you look at the draft uh, keeper options and you see that I have some are red and some are yellow and some are green like that's it, that is a copy and paste job you can set it it's a setting for what color you can do conditional formatting if it's greater than this or less than that and whether or not I'm making it up is is irrelevant the spreadsheet you can see it's a formula the, it's a formula but basically the difference between the ADP and where you get to keep them that's it that's it. And then it's doing a plus or minus. Is it is it higher than its ADP? Is it lower than its ADP? And then you use that for the conditional formatting. It's not. I know. Maybe I shouldn't give you guys as much information, but I do. But we all have the same information, right? It's like a rain game. We're all playing in the same weather. It's not really a problem. But as long as everybody has the same, it's okay. And the trade, you guys can talk about these players all you want, but I just don't. All I see are those draft picks. That's all I see. I see the draft picks, and I see, like he said, kicking the can down the road, delaying the inevitable. If he escapes the farm relegation this year, he's putting himself behind the eight ball next year. So, I mean, maybe this all settles itself out when you zoom out a bit. But, yeah, I saw that, and I was like, man, if he does get relegated, that's going to fucking suck for whoever comes in there. That's what she said. Next voicemail. Turkey Decibels here. Uh oh. Wishing everybody in the LOL a very happy Turkey Day. And I hope you all eat real good, watch some real good football. And I hope all your teams don't do real good. Smoking Bunts talking that shit. About to get smacked. That's all right. I got two turkeys I'm about to brine tonight. Nice. Frying one, smoking one. We got 20 people coming over for Friendsgiving. Too many. So wish us luck. We'll have the games on in three different areas, so we'll be on top of it. <laughs> but once again, I hope everybody has a great day, except Smoking Blunts and his fantasy team. Um, 
Oh, yeah, Decibel's back at it, man. You know what? That is the sound of someone who's feeling a little more confident in their playoff probabilities. That is the sound of someone who's about to have a decent holiday season. Happy for him. I mean, that's 20 people at your house, though. That's going to be fun for like 30 minutes. And then it's going to be like, when are they leaving? And then there'll be like two people that don't leave until way late. And you'll be like, what the fuck? It is. I mean, I... Maybe I just see things from the negative side most of the time, but that just seems like a nightmare. Too many people. 20 people? Oh, my God. They're going to let all the air conditioning out. It's too much. Too much. All right. Looks like, God, you guys filled up my voicemail answering machine. Anything else? Oh, yep. One more. Hang on. One more voicemail. Last voicemail. Turkey decimals. Buddy. Buddy. Yes. I turn myself into a turkey, buddy. <laughs> I'm a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> He's a turkey. Oh, my God. I'm about to be a turkey. I'm about to be the biggest stuffed turkey you've ever fucking seen. And I will see all of you on Slack today. Because regardless, if I if you got 20 people coming over to your house, I guarantee you one thing. You're still going to be on Slack chatting it up with these fuckers. Guarantee all of you will be on there tomorrow. Prop bets. Don't forget to get your prop bets in. Got prop bets for all three games today. Don't forget there's NFL on Friday. I've said it three times now. No excuses because you will get a lineup strike. I've explained what those are again. Next level cup, final four. Keep an eye on those matchups on the live scoring page. I got to pick terrible tally and booyah. I think we're going chalk here, I think. But, you know, prove me wrong, blunts and caters. I would love to see it. Psych, no, I wouldn't. Major two underway. Bates is on top. That's what she said. Uh Uh-oh. (laughs) <laughs> two and oh babes two and oh caters two and oh booyah two and oh 10 foot the major two is well underway two and oh 10 foot 10 foot might win another major 10 foot might win his third major what are y'all doing up there you're letting him do everything except get the hammer just let just let him have the hammer and speaking of let him have the hammer, why don't you guys just let me have the rest of the day? Because then you guys, you guys know we've been doing this for a minute now, and it's time to get the fuck out of here. Oh, I can't believe I actually did all that cooking today, too. I cooked up the stuffing muffins. I got the cranberry going, did the pork butt already. Man, my fucking feet are tired, and it's, it's not even Thanksgiving yet. Oh, God damn it. You know, I love Thanksgiving, I do, but just like the cooking and the cleaning and all that stuff, I just need I need to pay someone to come in and do that part for me. You know what I mean? Not the cooking part, maybe, but like the cleaning up part? Yuck. No way. I hate it. I don't know, man, but there's a lot to be thankful for. You gotta keep thinking about that. What we're thankful for. I'm thankful for the LOL every year. I'm thankful for all of you guys. It's Turkey Day. I'm thankful for that. Thankful for the sports book and the Eliminator Challenge coming back. The Next Level Cup wrapping up. Maybe you guys are going to start tipping me some schmeckles for all this stuff you like to compliment me on. I don't know. Just a thought. But other than that, man, happy Thanksgiving, LOL.